Man, first let me say, man, it was just great to see some Steeler alumni, man, and have their support, man. Troy, uh, James Ferrier, um, Joe Hayden. Um, just warms my heart to see those guys, man. Um, thankful for their support and attendance. Uh, in regards to the game, man, um, you know, it's a fight. It always is a fight. Um, sometimes it's, you know, man versus himself. Sometimes it's man versus opponent. Um, I thought we shot ourselves in the foot some on possession down play on both sides of the ball. Um, you got to be more successful on on possession downs if you want more fluidity in the engineering of victory. And there wasn't enough fluidity probably through the first two and a half quarters really on either side. Um, I think on defense we lost two third and 11s in the first half. And whether or not it produces points, there's a field position component and a time of possession component of it. Um, and, and, and so that's why it was uneven and uncomfortable at times from our perspective. Um, but I appreciate the fight uh, that the guys display. They, they got a don't, don't blink mentality. Uh, obviously, we got to clean up some things from a management of our emotions. But I would much rather say woe than sick them. Uh, we got some guys that are competitors. Uh, they just got to compete in the appropriate and mature and professional way. Uh, we use it as a learning experience. It's good to learn while sitting at four and two as opposed to three and three. Um, Cole Holcomb had an ankle injury, but he was able to return. We got some other bumps and bruises uh, associated with play. Um, but I just love the fight in this group. Um, they don't blink, man. They cut their eyelids off, man. They, they, they go at it. And, and it is, like I told them, it's not a compliment. It's required. I'm just acknowledging it. Um, we better be prepared to fight every time we step into a stadium, man, because that's what the National Football League is about. It's a new season, baby. Stills for Seven Podcast, you already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's still a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. You already know what it is. Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three Go missing, come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Still a nation, what's up? This your man, Kev Easy, man. Look, we got the duh, we got the duh, we got the duh. It was fire, man. It was fire. Still us win 24 to 17. I think my prediction was 20 to 17. Thought it was going to be a little closer, but hey, this was a fun one, man. This was a fun game to watch. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I did have a couple moments where I had to check my blood pressure. You know, it was a little point in the time I felt like the game, I was like, oh, we lost the game. You know, um, when, what's the name? Tutu Atwell got that touchdown. I was like, oh, it's over, man. It's over. But I didn't say it out loud. I didn't say it out loud. You know, because it was a little part of my mind. I looked at the time, and I said, we got enough time to make something crack. And we did just that. Man, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 
in this game, definitely two different, two different games, first half and second half. First half, time of possession overall was dominated by the by the Rams, especially in the first half. It was it was bad, man. It was very bad. Um to go into it, the Steelers first drive. Only got three yards out the deal. Five plays, you know, in a punting. You know, then the Rams punt as well, but they had like seven yards. I mean, excuse me, they had 16 yards on their drive. Then the next, it was a punt fest, man. Still is punt after getting 32. So as you can see, the, the game started slow on both sides, you know. And for this one in particular player, the game never came to him <laughs> because after that, man, the Rams, they missed the field goal after going 60 yards. But the Steelers turned around and turned that into three points of their own. Shout out to Boswell, who's been the best kicker in the game this year, man. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to sound crazy when I say this. He is the best kicker in Steelers history. The stats back it up, but the moments back it up as well. Boswell won us a playoff game before. Y'all can do y'all research on that. It was against the Kansas City Chiefs. He won us a game. So, you know, we can we can just uh we can just keep going from there, right? So it was a whole lot of punts, man. Uh the Rams end up of really getting a field goal after a punt from them and a punt from us. They end up getting the field goal. But that will be the only highlight of this kicker's day. Um, what's his name? Brad Mayer or something like that. He might not have a job. He might not have a job. But that's not my concern, man. But the Steelers still couldn't really get it, get it, get it going in the, on offense, man. Seven plays for 24 yards, punt. And then that's when the Rams came back and had that touchdown from Atwell which was crazy because if I could pause, we have to really figure this cornerback situation out because I don't know what happened to Levi Wallace between last year and this year. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know because he's slow. He's much slower than last year, and he's always chasing. And if he's not chasing, he's chasing to the point. No, if he's not chasing, it's because he fell down. And Patrick Peterson who in his mind, he may feel like he's 24, 25, but his body and his what, what he's displaying out there is like, bro, you really 30-something. You you know, you up there, bro. And I think he's just out of position right now. It's, just, it's not good. I do like how he mentored the young guys. I do like how he mentored the young guys. I give you that. But as far as playing, it's only so far. Granted, the young guys is like, all right, we rock with him because what he used to do. But he's not used. He's not doing what he used to do, you know. So, you know, you uh, you see on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, man. They labeled him as burnt toast. Really, Levi Wallace. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury him, man. Right now, a little after I go through this whole game, I'm gonna give y'all my top threes and my bottom twos, man. You know, I'm gonna go through that and um. That portion is going to be on YouTube. But look, after that touchdown, 
The Steelers get the ball back. End of the half, you know, they just kneel it. And it was like, damn, bro. The Rams get the ball back. The Rams get the ball back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that at that point, that's why I was like, ah, man, it's, it might be over, dog. It might be over. So halftime comes. One thing Coach Thomas says, yo, we're going to make some adjustments. And I'm not going to lie. A lot of the times where Coach Thomas say something, it's hard to see it in the game. Um, But in this game, those adjustments I saw, it was made. It was made offensively and defensively, man. Um, So coming out in the third quarter, just two plays into the Rams' offensive drive, Mr. T.J. Watt, he couldn't get a sack for the day. But he said, I'm going to make my name be known. And speaking of him not getting a sack today, I understand some of you guys are scared to block T.J. Watt. But, yeah, y'all can't be putting my man in a chokehold and the refs really not, like, really not throwing flags on that, yo. Alex Highsmith began held, too. Alex Highsmith, if he was really explosive yesterday. He didn't get home either, but uh, I don't – did he get home? I'm not sure. I think he probably have a half sack. I, I'll look into that in a second. But, um, man, like, he was explosive as well. But, look, the Steelers get that pick from TJ. TJ <laughs> – seeing TJ run is kind of hilarious, like, because it's like, man, you're not you're not fast. <laughs> He's not slow either. He's like he's robotic with his run, with his running, man. It's funny, but um, so we get that, and then we capitalize off that. Not with three, because normally in the past we'll get a turnover, and if the defense don't score, yo, they don't score. The offense may get three at best, but we took that right there. And not only did we just take that right there, we end up getting the um, we end up getting a touchdown. Kenny Pickett up the middle, you know, his quarterback sneak. That'll be a good one. You know, he didn't make all, he didn't get all, he didn't like as far as the quarterback sneaks, he didn't accomplish all the goals, you know, visually. But um, as far as situationally, he did. But we'll get into that a little bit later. So we get that touchdown. I'm like, okay, all right, we got something. We got something going. Then the Rams turn around, drive 70 yards, 70 yards for a touchdown. I said, dang, man, 12 plays, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Henderson up the middle. Henderson, they just signed. They had signed him fresh off the street. You know, um, he has history with the squad, so – and. Granted, he's on another team, but he's on the opposite team. But I like that when guys are out the league and they get an opportunity to shine like Brad Wing did for us. They were out the league, and then they get the opportunity to make something happen, and then they make something happen, you know? That's good, man. It's always good because that can lead to better things, man. Like Brad Wing, we don't know. He might mess around and get a call from somebody. Uh, it's being long-term. You know, but hopefully he he don't get a call because if Presley get nicked up, that's the best guy to bring in based off what he's done. Speaking of Presley Harvin, man, Presley, I he was a concern of mine coming into the game because he had a hamstring injury and it's like, dude, you kicking. 
you're kicking and your foot is going like six feet in the air, bro. You know, so it's like, ah, I don't know how he was going to um, handle it, but he had great punts. He's had a phenomenal year, man. If the Steelers is not going to the Super Bowl, he's definitely going to the Pro Bowl. And I might say, he, see, he missed a game. He missed two games. But he's definitely going to make the Pro Bowl. And I wouldn't mind seeing him, seeing him all pro. Excuse me, y'all. Seeing him as an all pro punter, man, because he's put in that work. And for someone that was inconsistent in the first start of his career, it's starting to, that Ray Guy award is starting to show. So shout out to Presley, man, for that. Okay. So the Steelers get the ball back. They punt it. Six plays, only got 10 yards out the deal. I was like, man. Then the Rams have a 13 play drive. Only equaling 38 yards, but this is when all the fun starts because Mr. Mayor missed the field goal. In fourth quarter, it was like sharks seeing blood in the water. And the sharks were Pittsburgh Steelers because the Steelers end up getting a six-play drive, 59 yards for a touchdown, Jalen Warren 13 yards. And this to talk about the run game. The numbers wasn't all the way there, but these guys are making good runs. Real's running good enough where the offense could be not like the defense had to be honest still. They couldn't just make us one dimensional. The the running game was good enough. I, before in my prediction, I said this is going to be the Najee Harris game. And I'm not being that way. But the run game was still effective. It was still effective, man. Both guys, Najee and uh, Jalen Warren, still a nation needs to stop trying to put one above the other. These guys need each other. Um, And if you guys want Jalen Warren to be RB1 so bad, just wait out Najee Harris' contract because Najee was one of the guys talking. He was one of the guys talking, saying that running backs need to get paid. You know, and, and and seeing that that's what he wants, he wants to get paid. He's not going to um be on the team because he's going to try to get that money somewhere. But hopefully reality hits him and be like, look, bro, just stay here. <laughs> just stay here, man. Your career is going to be preserved because you're doing it with somebody. You're not doing it by yourself, man. Um. So after that touchdown, our defense start to heat up. You know, the Rams only end up getting seven yards to five plays, punting it. Steelers come right back with a 12-play, 90-yard drive that led with Najee Harris, you know, uh, getting a touchdown up the middle. So you got one rushing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns, and now three rushing touchdowns. Another, a few highlights on that play. I mean, excuse me, on that drive was one. Um, it was a Kenny Pickett to George Pickens, a pick in the Pickens for 18 yards. But afterwards, um, it was a taunting play. Taunting play on George Pickens. And George Pickens, I'm going to just chalk this up to him being young. And not understanding that 
once they see that you get emotional or you are showing me, like, I don't want to call them selfish and stuff, but it's like you're showing those type of characteristics, they're going to poke the bear. And it's not hoping that the bear go crazy. It's, the, it's hoping that the bear go crazy and self-destruct, you know? Um, they don't want you to be a bear. They want you to be a, a bomb. They want you to self-destruct. And I think he caught on to that because li- listening to his press conference at the end of the game, he acknowledged certain things. Um, one thing in that little thing that he said that I didn't like was he was like, yeah, you know, but they're home. You know, they're home. It's like it shouldn't really matter if they're home or not because if you turn around in Pittsburgh and you get a penalty like this, what are you going to say then? You know, it's about just controlling controlling what you can control. And the emotions and being in the moment, you have to be able to control those. And I think he will over time. Maybe this year, maybe next year, but he will over time. I got confidence in the kid. Um, another highlight in that drive was just how Kenny was just hitting. Like, he was his own point, man. He was his own point. The running game helped out. Then we got a good pass. It was a 21-yard pass to the Pickens um, in the run game. But like it was a good mixture of running and pass. Two good runs. A 10-yard run from Najee, then a 5-yard run from Najee. Then Kenny back with a throw to Deontay for 11 yards. And... Deontay coming back, the offense looked exactly how I thought it would look with Deontay coming back. Because a lot of our plays are really for guys who's going to get open ASAP, 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 because that opens up the playbook a little bit. Um, So having Deontay out there to get open real quick, you know, it's like, hey, you can't get mad at that, man. Like, you really have to ask yourself who's number one. Yeah, George Pickens got the 100 yards, and he got 100 yards. He got two 100-yard games after, I mean, without Deontay being on the field. But George Pickens getting this 100 seemed so easy in this game just because of Deontay was out there, you know? And as, as far as Deontay goes, you saw Deontay wasn't, a hundred percent as far as running, like his speed. He ran out of bounds a couple of times, but it was like you have to chalk that up to he's just getting back in game shape. So you can see some of them, like say for example, that he had a let the eleven yard catch. That eleven yard catch can turn into a thirty yarder, forty yarder with Deontay, you know? <laughs> Jokingly, if he don't run backwards first. <laughs> I did see him try one time, but I I didn't. He wasn't consistently trying to do that. Um, and then another highlight on that was the penalty: too many men on the field for the Rams. And then we went back to work. We went right back to work. Uh, Pickens found Connor Hayward, you know, what I'm saying for 11 yards, and then the touchdown. That to me was one of the best drives of the season. Um, it's right up there with, with one of the Ravens' last drives. It's up there, man. But it was just like a good mix of run and pass. You can't – you really can't – to me, that was the winning drive, you know, because Rams got the ball back. 
and they end up punting after eight plays, and then the Steelers was able to milk the time to win the game. But like, yo, that 90-yard drive was dope. It was dope because we seen that type of play. The way they flow in that drive, it looked like the preseason offense that we saw. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that was good. Hopefully the guys can be able to build on that. I'm not going to be the one to judge, even though I might judge. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what that's what fans do, man. We critique. This is entertainment. You know, these are sports. But at the end of the day, we want our team to win. We all got that. Well, let me not say that. Let me not say that. There's some Steelers fans that want the Steelers to lose for selfish reasons and um, weird reasons. But, you know, hopefully the guys can see that on film, watch that on film, and definitely, definitely, definitely capitalize on that, man, because we definitely need that more than just the fourth quarter. We need that in the first. Definitely need it in the second half. Our team is pretty solid, but we need that in the first half. I'll just say that. We need that in the first half to start off with a bang because we probably can take a team's heart if we do that in the first half, you know? But the Pittsburgh Steelers got the dub, man. I love that. I love that for the guys. I definitely love that for the guys. This game, it was one of those where you will watch it and then you realize one thing. The Pittsburgh Steelers do a good job for a team that's not doing too well on offense on a consistent basis. We're not turning the ball over, and we're getting better at securing that thing as the games go along, man. But just a couple comparisons, man, because I, you know, I do the comparisons in the pre, the you know, the predictions of who I feel got the advantage as far as the positions. So let me just do a little recap about how they played, man. As far as the quarterbacks. Kenny was 17 to 25 for 230 yards, no touchdowns in the air, but he had a rushing touchdown, no interceptions, no fumbles, fire, fire. Build on that, Kenny. Build on that. 17 for 25 for Kenny is dope. I think his um, QBR was like a 91, something like that. I think it was like a 91. And Matthew Stafford, on the other hand, was 14 to 29, 231 yards, a touchdown and an interception. And he had one good run that was a first down. I think it was like an 11-yard run or something like that, um, <clears throat> which I was like, wow, wow, wow. You know, it was one of those. I was like, oh, man. Um, running backs, you know, it was a collective uh, group effort. Um, on our side, Najee was 14 for four, 53 yards, 3.8 yards a carry. In the touchdown, Jalen Warren, six carries for 32 yards, 5.3-yard average in a touchdown. You know, uh, Calvin Austin did get a little a, a run, but it was only for a yard. It was nothing major. Kenny Pickett had the eight eight runs, you know, um, between fourth and ones and <laughs> quarterback sneaks and whatnot, and just getting back to the line. Ended up being eight carries for zero yards, but he had a touchdown. The running backs over there, 
you know, Joy, I mean, Royce Freeman had 12 carries for 66 yards. Darnell Henderson had 18 carries for 61 yards. Matt Stafford had um, an eight-yard run. I said 11-yard, but it was an eight-yard run. So it looked like the Russian – I can I can get a Russian to the Rams just because they had more yards, but I honestly feel like our rushes and the positive plays from our running backs were better. You know, it was more significant. You know, you know I got a song called Empty Stats talking about you know, the team that we just faced, the Rams. And that looked kind of empty because first half, yeah, they was doing their thing. But second half, you know, that was over. It was kind of over, man. And where ours were all game, you saw necessary runs. You've seen a four-yard, five-yard, 10-yard, 13-yard, you know, stuff like that from our running back. So I feel like even though they got more yards over there, 135 yards, as a team, uh, we end up getting 86 yards as a team. I felt like ours is a little more significant because at the end of the day, we got three touchdowns out, out of that to their one. Receivers, 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 man. Whew. Our guys uh, all together, 17 receptions, 230 yards. Um, to divide that up, George Pickens had five. You know, he, he, he had eight targets. Well, 20, excuse me, let me start over. 23 targets, 17 catches for the guys. As far as targets go, Deontay had six. George Pickens had eight. I like that dynamic. Um, Both of them catching five. 107 yards for George Pickens. Deontay, five for 79 yards with his comeback, welcome back game. And that's fire. That's fine. You can evenly give those guys opportunities. And Deontay is going to be more of the underneath guy just because he gets open quicker. And George Pickens will be the guy to kind of stretch the field and to make those good, good catches, man, especially on the sideline and back shoulder catches that a lot of people don't really like saying, yo, you can't live on that. But I'm going to be honest, man. I'm starting to think that, yo, you can probably live on that. Because at the end of the day, if Kenny, if that's one of Kenny's best throws out of all his arsenal, the back shoulder fade, if that's one of his well, back shoulder, yeah, like if that's one of his best throws, and you got somebody like George Pickens that thrive on that particular play, why not, man? Why not? Why not? Why not, man? Connor Hayward came in, he had two catches for 23 yards. And Najee had three catches, 15 yards. Allen Robinson, one for seven. Jalen Warren had a catch, but that was in the backfield and didn't get too much out of that. Um, just before I get to the the Rams, Connor Hayward, to me, I felt like, yeah, it's two catches for 23 yards. I felt in the beginning of the game, Kenny missed them a few times, especially coming through the middle. It was like Kenny would kind of roll out, and it's like, dude, you have Connor right there, bro. Connor Hayward is a guy I feel like understands where he needs to be. I feel like if Connor Hayward was playing in uh, the Ben Roethlisberger era, that he will be very significant, very significant, because he'll be able to, uh, when the play break down, he'll find a hole into the, the, the defense. You know, so I like Connor Hayward being used in the game. You know, as far as being the starting tight end, just because of his size, I won't rec- I won't want that. 
but I would want him on the field because you could put him anywhere, backfield, tight end, receiver. He's a player. He's a player. And I made a video. You know, y'all heard it last time. You feel me? The trade talk, Najee or Pat Fryer move. And this is kind of the reason why I, I, I kind of went with kind of, with Pat Fryer move as far as trade, if we had to trade one, you know, because even Rodney Williams, he didn't get a catch, but he's making plays, whether it's special teams, blocking, you know, it's just like he's capable. So we have three capable guys. Still don't understand the Darnell Washington dynamic, why we're not using him in the passing game, especially in the red zone. But I think just the fact that we're Pat Frymuth is one and we're not really looking at Darnell Washington to be like Pat, I think it's a thing where we have to figure that out over time, especially because Pat going to miss a couple weeks. So we got to figure that part out. Definitely got to figure that part out, man. Um, the Rams, the Rams, we kind of, we held, we held um, Cooper Cup in check. You know, he had seven targets, just two catches for 29 yards. Tutu Atwell only had that one catch, which was like, uh, you know, one of those play broke down. Matthew Stafford happened to get up out of there and, you know, he got a cannon still. So he tossed that thing and Tutu caught it, man, got the touchdown. But Puka Anuka, he was balling. He was balling, man. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realize how that he was a bigger receiver. I thought he was like a little guy, man. He was a bigger receiver, man. And it was dope seeing him match up with Joey Porter Jr. at the times he was matched up with him, because um, they was they kind of got each other, man. Um, Puka Puka Anuka, he trucked uh, Joey Porter Jr. And I wasn't even mad at the truck because I felt like Puka Anuka got low. He got low quicker than Joey did. And that that's all the credit to Puka Anuka, man. All the credit for, uh, to him. And it was dope that Joey Porter Jr. got his get back on the third down, I believe, you know, um, strapping him up. But Puka Anuka went crazy. He didn't have a touchdown, but he had eight receptions with 154 yards, um, 12 targets. You know, he seems to – Matthew Stafford seems comfortable with him, even though Cooper Cup had a good game, I believe, last week. Um, our business was to make sure he didn't get hot, and we was just settling for Puka Anuka to get empty stats. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how I keep talking about empty stats. That might, I might still play that at the end of this podcast. I think, I think I'm going to that point, man. I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do that. But look, man. As far as receivers go, I'm going to give it to us. Granted, like I said, Puka Anuka had eight catches for 154 yards. But our guys, I just liked how, you know, George Pickens had the five for 107. Deontay had the five for the 79. Connor Hayward had two significant catches. Um, I felt like that's more, that was better and more effective then Puka Anuka just getting those catches, you know, because it really didn't really lead to too much, you know. So Puka Anuka had the the good, the best performance out of all the receivers. I can't even say that, honestly. But since, you know, none of, none of our receivers got a touchdown, I give him that, that he had the best performance out of all the receivers. But as a whole, as a team, I'm going to give it to our guys, man. 
out of 23 targets, they caught 17. When the Rams, it was 27 targets and only got 14 receptions. So we wasn't dropping too many passes, man. We wasn't dropping too many. Even though George Pickens, his eyes got big when uh, that yeast fella was coming across the middle, man. He had alligator arms, man. I, I thought he had enough time to catch that and kind of get him out of there, man. But who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? Um, we didn't have that. We won the turnover battle. You know what I'm saying? We didn't turn it over. They turned it over um, with an interception. Najee did fumble, but I honestly felt like he didn't fumble. But, you know, it was one of them situations that when he fumbled, you know, his leg was down. But when he fumbled, the ball went forward. And then Isaac Salamalu, Salamalu had just jumped on it. You know, so it was like, uh we got more yards out the deal. You feel me? So I ain't really um talking that up as a fumble for Najee, man. I think I thought he was down. Defensively, uh, one thing I really don't like from our squad is Mika Fitzpatrick leading the team in tackles, man, on a consistent basis. I don't like that per se, because if you remember the 08 Steelers, right? Just talking about the 08 Steelers. And that core group, and as they got older, as the years was going on, you notice Ryan Clark started to lead the team in tackles. You know, guys started to regress, and guys are just, you know, getting older. And you started to see Ryan Clark lead the team in tackles. But when you saw that Ryan Clark led the team in tackles, we weren't too good, you know, because at this point it was like, all right, we got to rebuild this defense up. So I'm not feeling that. But I think Cole Holcomb played his best game. He didn't have uh, a, a sack or, you know, um, pass deflection or interception or whatnot. But I felt like Cole Holcomb was playing a complete linebacker's game. You know, he was good in coverage. He was good sideline to sideline. You know, whereas like, all right, we, we can kind of leave him in there. You know, we don't have to really change him up. We got We can change up uh, Eldon Roberts and... Quan Alexander, we could change them up, but Cole Holcomb got to stay there. You know, so uh, I think the bye week did him justice. I think it got him a little more comfortable into the defense, calling the plays and whatnot. So um, big shout out to Cole, man. Uh, DeMonte Casey, seven tackles. Uh, let's see. Larry O had a sack, and Nick Herbig had his first sack of the season. So we only get – we only in a – getting two sacks on defense. And as far as TFLs, tackles for loss, we got four of those things. Quarterback hits, got four of those things. Um, <clears throat> and two pass deflections, that's on record. And the Rams on their side, tackles as far as tackle for loss, they had two, they had four. They had two sacks as well. Both of them coming for um, Michael Hocheck. You know, he had both for the sacks there. Uh, pass deflections, two. And quarterback hits, seven. I'm going to give the edge to our defense because our defense made plays when it really, really mattered. The Nick Herbert sack was significant. Larry O's sack in the beginning of the game was significant. Montrez Adams, he played very well um, at his position. Joey Porter Jr. got a, a whole lot of reps in this game. 
to the point where we saw him, you know, get the pass deflection. We saw him get trucked. We saw him, you know what I'm saying, like play a game. Like, welcome to the NFL, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I like it. I like it. I like it. It's still some things we got to sharpen up, especially, like I said, the cornerback play, man, the, the Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace. Really, Levi Wallace, man, I'm not understanding what's going on with him. Like I said before, man, it's not good. It's not good. TJ got the interception. I forgot to mention that. Oh, man. TJ got the pick. It was 24 yards. So I'll give the stretch. Let me give it to our defense because we did get the turnover officially. Um, Controversy. (laughs) You know, controversy. It's a lot of talk about the fourth and one that Kenny didn't get. You want to know my opinion on that for real? You want to know my opinion on that for real? I don't care. I don't care because I'm so used to seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers get the short end of the stick. You remember the Jesse James catch in New England? Do y'all remember that? Huh? Huh? I don't know which one was better. Kenny not getting the uh, first down, but getting the first down? Or, you know, um... Well, you know what? Let me not do that. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll bring that up. The Cincinnati Bengals self-imploding, their defense self-imploding um, in that playoff game with Pac-Man Jones, Vontez Burfick. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just racked up the penalties, and we end up getting the win- game-winning field goal, man. But I think I'm going to have to rock with this one because it was like, yo, because the circumstances, it's not like it was cheating. You know, it wasn't like they can review it. They didn't have any more time. They didn't have any more timeouts over there, um, and it was outside the two minutes. So it was nothing Rick can they can really do about it. So it was amazing. It felt good in my heart that I was able to see that. That we was able to see that. And it was like, oh, Steelers got one. We got one. You know, because even if they, for example, even if we didn't get the first down, I was confident our defense wasn't going to allow them to score. You know, I think the defense probably would end up getting another turnover, man. So I rock with that. I rock with that, man. Going to take a little break. And when I come back, man, we definitely going to get into the top three, bottom two. Stay tuned. But this right here is my top three, bottom two, man. This is a series I'm going to start and I'm going to just keep it going, man. Um... I feel like some players should get put on notice. I feel like some players should get their flowers, man. As far as the top three, I'm going to do an honorable mention. I'm going to do two honorable mentions, man. Two honorable mentions. And as far as the bottom two, I'm going to just leave it at two. I don't, you know, I'm going to just leave it at bottom two, man. But honorable mention, for as far as the top three, honorable mention number one, it's going to me. It's going to go to Isaac Salmalu, uh, offensive lineman guard. I think he was phenomenal in the run game going against Aaron Donald. Man, um, it was oftentimes I seen him uh, get his initial block, either chip him or move him, and get to the second second <clears throat> get to the second level, man. And I seen that more often than not in the game. Uh, he ended up recovering the fumble from Najee Harris that gave us more yards. But I thought he was very, very solid, man. The offensive line in general was solid in the run game. But 
Isaac, he he stood out for me. He stood out for me. So honorable mention goes to him. Honorable mention number two, as far as the top three, gotta go to TJ Watt, man. To start that third quarter with the inch with the intro introduction with the interception come on bro that flipped the game that gave the guys the momentum they needed man and you know he was able to do that for the team man uh i don't like how he was getting held and they was not throwing flags on that i gotta relax refs i'd rather throw flags on taunting and stuff like that throw flags for the rules that that was rules for 100 years from now like now like holding well you know back in the leather helmet days you can close on the hell out of somebody and you'd be good but <laughs> you know what i mean so that's my honorable mention too. those two guys man top three of the game coming at number two coming to number three it's gonna have to be mr welcome back Deontay Johnson, man. Welcome back, Deontay. Deontay had five catches for 79 yards. You know, he missed a lot of games. He missed a few games, had the bye week, you know what I'm saying, hamstring injury, and he was able to come back and be effective, man. Uh, He had six targets and caught five of them things, man. I think one of them wasn't even his fault for real. But, well, the one that, you know, was the incompletion wasn't his fault but it was just amazing to have him out there man seeing him getting in and out of his breaks again it was fire it was fire it's like bro where where have you been <laughs> you know so shout out to Deontay that's number three number two 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 it's gonna have to go to George Pickens George Pickens man eight targets for five catches 107 yards no touchdowns, but again, moving the chains, finding holes into the uh, the defense, them back shoulder fades. Like he's a master, and a lot of Steelers fans say, and I was one of them until yesterday. So you can't live on a back shoulder fade. You can't live on it. Well, yes, you can, because that might be Kenny's best throw, and. George Pickens is just a monster when it comes to that, you know? So it's like, hey, we got a secret weapon. Might as well use it, you know? But, yeah, so I got George Pickens going too. Number one actually goes to Kenny Pickett, man. It goes to Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, he started the game slow, but each quarter got a little better. And fourth quarter, he was phenomenal, man. Another phenomenal fourth quarter performance. But – the number one thing is he didn't make no mistakes. Well, he made mistakes as far as missing guys, but he didn't turn the ball over, you know? He didn't cause his team anything, like, bad, significantly bad, man. He had a 97-yard – excuse me, 97 passing rating. And come on, man, 25, 17, 25, very accurate, man. See him progressively get better as the game went along. And it was like him finding guys. Like you see the 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 way that the stats went. George Pickens had eight targets. Deontay had six targets. Those are your top two guys. Top two guys. Pat Fryer will probably be in that mix. 
You know what I'm saying? But Pat not being in that mix, Connor got three targets. Najee had three targets, one target for Allen Robinson and two for Jalen Warren. You know, but them top two guys got to be Deontay and George Pickens. So the eight and six, both of them getting five catches, and Deontay getting the 79 and the 107 for George Pickens. Only It's only telling you where they get the ball at. You know, Deontay gets his quick, low. You know what I mean? Um, George Pickens is a little more deep, you know? So, well, we're going to do that for that. But, um, yeah, that's my top three. Bottom two, number two, it's going to have to go to Patrick Peterson, bro. Like, I'm not sure what's going on. I feel like Patrick Peterson's confidence is high, as it should be, but the play ain't matching up. Is he playing out of position? I feel like he is because it's not that many corners around his age that can really be the guys on the outside. You normally see guys around his age either get into the middle or they go back to safety or they retire. You know what I'm saying? So it's more so one of them things like that's the position he's in, but he's not doing he's not doing the job that we want him to do as far as Steelers fans, you know? So he he's in that slot. And last but not least, the number one bottom of, of this whole shebang here, go to Levi Wallace, man. I haven't seen someone gain a nickname Burt Toes. I don't think I ever did. They refer to you as Burnt Toast Online, bro. I know you don't care. You shouldn't care. I personally don't want you to care. I don't want you to care that I put you on the bottom too. You feel me? I don't even want you to care about that. I just, I'm talking to the fans now. Forget Levi. You know, you got film today. You look, I want you guys to step it up on the field. Still a nation. We don't I don't I don't know what's going on with Levi Wallace, man. He's been getting burnt all year. All year. It's to the point I'm like, dude, like what's the difference between him and James Pierre when James Pierre was getting burnt in that Cincinnati game last year, two years ago? You know, like it's it's getting bad, man. Um But we're seeing more Joy Porter Jr., so hopefully and look, that that two two Atwell touchdown. Who's back there with him? Right. It's your man, Kev Easy, man. Stills for Seven Podcast, episode 112. You already know what it is, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. I appreciate y'all for popping on this thing. And next episode this week, we're going to get into a little bit more about what's going on with the team, man. But look. Still's got the win. Still's improving to four and two. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You gotta love it. Still a gang, 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 gang. You already know what it is. Still's for seven podcasts. You should make it easy, man. We going out to Cali. <laughs> Off the Bible. Yo, I couldn't speak. Stomp the Ravens, I'll get to y'all in another week. You hear this beat, so yeah, we headed to the west. Off the bye, got us feeling like we the best. Got a few.
few killers coming back. Shout out to DJ, welcome back to Pat. Fire Mac Canada, we standing on that. You get a chance at different sports where we ain't at. See the signs at the wrestling match, throw them out the window, splat, call a play from that. Him and Tomlin got a better bond. Hit staff is so hard, he yelling out for Megatron. Show me Vague what's gonna walk away. I think you should now, cause no more glory days. You got a Karen running the rock, Cole and Quan, look out, he might call the cops. Jordan wearing 23, please, you getting knocked out your cleats. They got Aaron Donald thinking that's a cheat. We gonna turn 99 into Mickey D's. Puka Nuka had a run, but Cooper back. That cup half empty just like his stats. The kilo think we want him back, nope. Brian Young got three sacks, that's not a joke. Add Donald with Jones, it won't add up the bro. That's TJ Watt for those who don't know. Yeah. You add those guys up, what is that? That's five. That's about six and a half, man. I gotta do better. <laughs> Still for seven podcasts, man. Still a gang, 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 gang.